0: Don't know who that is, uh, but there's there's some truth to that. Okay, Tyler, this is this is a first for us. SEC schedule release for next year. I'm looking at fine bound.
1: I see, God, that's the, you're looking right at the SEC right there.
0: We got Tebow. We got Galloway. Why is he there? No idea. Uh, we got uh, McElroy. And who's that? Laura Rutledge?
1: I think so, yeah. But so, yeah, why is Joey Galloway there? He played at Ohio State. What's going on here? Don't know. ESPN's cutting so many talent that they have to
0: have a Big Ten guy in there now. Just to add maybe some balance to the broadcast. I don't know. They
1: couldn't find another former SEC quarterback to throw in there outside of Greg McElroy and uh, Tim Tebow. Come on. Yeah. Um, This is the first year the SEC will play a schedule without division since
0: 1991. I can see the reflection of your TV off of that window in the back. Our TV, the problem you thought we may have—they're perfectly synced together, so we what, don't have to worry about that at what, all. What
1: could go wrong? I guess the only thing that could go wrong is if you go at LSU, at Auburn, at Missouri in three <laughs> consecutive weeks. Now,
0: divisionless since '91, though that's interesting. It's like I—I hope this is a good thing. I, it kind of—I mean, I think there's some some. Good, and there's some bad with divisionless um, rematches are always a problem. Big 10's doing the same thing. And the AC is the ACC's already doing that, right? Isn't that what they already started this year, or I, is that just the Pac 12?
1: I think that was the ACC because who played in their conference? It was Florida State and Louisville that uh, played in that. Let me let me check that. But everyone's moving around. There's so much change. I get confused uh, from time to time. Yeah, they they were divisionless this year. Florida State and Louisville uh, played in the conference championship game. Um, Galloway, at least it's not RG3. Sam and Hedman (laughs) says Joey Galloway is the worst at ESPN, and it's not close. Lost City sooner. Joey Galloway is there for adding a stupid take that everyone can make fun of later. So he does have a role there.
0: Uh, Is he going to pick Vanderbilt to win the SEC next year? Like when he picked Baylor and they went 1-11? Yeah. I, RG3, I mean, we don't have to spend time on this, but at least he's new and trying. Galloway melded in years ago. Doesn't even attempt to care yeah. about it.
1: Alabama and Oklahoma, if you're watching along with us, it says uh, week 13, right. Saturday, November 23rd. We already knew that date. So the dates that we know in the SEC – September 21st, Tennessee at home. That's your first ever SEC game. And then Alabama at home on November 23rd. We're waiting for the South Carolina game, the Texas game, and your four road games at Ole Miss, at Auburn, at LSU, and at Missouri. And rivalry week is a is a big one in college football. I think all these that they're announcing have the already ones, been leaked yeah. or, or, or reported. Rivalry week is a big week in, in college football. I know you played TCU this year. Mm -hmm. And like, who's, will they have a, will they have a rival on that week every single year? Doesn't look like it under the 1-7 model, because you're going to play Texas every single year moving forward, as long as it's an eight-game model. You'll play Texas every single year, and that's going to be in early to mid-October, so your rivalry week, Thanksgiving week opponent is probably going to flip. Just about every single year.
0: Well, they're probably going to put Missouri there this year. Missouri,
1: maybe for two years. Maybe Arkansas, the other two, something like that. Yeah, Yeah, potentially. They're they're
0: trying to create that Oklahoma. They feel like it's already some budding rivalry. Uh, Just a Twitter rivalry. That's it. Okay, they're referring to everything as week one, week five, week seven. I guess that's how we should do it, too. And I feel like that's like a recent push by college football to try and mirror – NFL a little bit right like here's week five Georgia at Alabama
1: okay well it's also on September 28th so I know can do, I'll just I'll just say both of them I guess yeah I, it's... Georgia to Alabama week five Saturday September Woo. 28th 6:30 on ABC now that's interesting it's not interesting or surprising that Georgia and Bama's in prime time but it is interesting that they already have a kickoff time announced for that oh, game yeah. So might we get six thirty on ABC for the Bama game? The t- might might we find out that one of your big SEC home games is in prime time? Please, yeah, well, let that be the case. It, it
0: tells me at least that they've already had their auction on some of the you know because however they do it, and I'm not well versed, but I know there's like a a draft for football games, right? And who's going to have like you get to select some of the top games and. And that at least tells me that they've already done that to some degree. And if you're one of those top games, there's a good chance that they may already have it slated. So maybe we'll have a couple of kick times. Well,
1: looks like we're going to talk a bit for a while here on the set at ESPN and uh, get to these games. And 30 minutes time, let's just get to it. I don't need to hear from Paul Feinbaum and Joey Galloway. We are not here for those guys. We are here for the schedule. Please, can we get to it? I know you got to fill two hours, but... Can we fill with the nonsense after we get to the schedule,
0: please? Yeah. Well, I don't know what Feinbaum is talking about here. Luckily, well, I Alabama's
1: the best team of all time. Nick Saban, if he doesn't win the national championship, he'll probably get fired at the end of this year. So he's on the hot seat for sure. Well, but he, he still is the greatest coach of all time.
0: He may go two for two in recent years in predicting the doom of Alabama and then they win a national championship that year. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's great.
1: <laughs> We've seen we 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 heard that take earlier this year, right?
0: The, Look the at Florida playing Alabama. Miami week one. How about mm-hmm. that?
1: Georgia and Clemson in week one next year, Saturday, August thirty first in Atlanta.
0: Boy, uh, Clemson has fallen Man. behind Georgia in a massive way.
1: Yeah, they have, and that game just what three two years ago. Was a, a big deal
0: Notre Dame at Texas A and M. There's a nice dude, week one game. next
1: year is going no to be awesome man. I don't know if Texas A and M is going to have enough players to, to to have a team next year.
0: Uh, Elko's debut. They're going to um, need
1: they're going to need the twelfth man next year to play Notre Dame in week one.
0: LSU versus Southern Cal. Nice. You're right,
1: dude. Week one, this week one could be the best in in recent memory. There's it already so many is, good games. and, and that, that and that's your Sunday game right there. So, LSU, I think for the third straight year, is going to open up on that Sunday of Week 1 Labor Day weekend. That's a sweet spot to play a game. Got to do that one time. Temple
0: at Oklahoma. We're on the list. Sweet. Texas has Colorado State that week. Um, Western Kentucky for Alabama. Arkansas plays APB. Auburn has Alabama A&M. Furman, Ole Miss. So, all the notable ones we – kind of laid out there. There's some big, was there four or five really big yeah. week one games? And they games? don't have
1: betting lines attached to these, but Arkansas Pine Bluff is an eight-point favorite at Arkansas <laughs> week one. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and report that one.
0: I Don't, you, don't forget, Batrino, big hire there at OC for Arkansas. Okay, so
1: they're, um, I, I guess we're just going to go week by week here. So there's the week one schedule. Temple at OU, you already knew that, and those are some of the bigger uh, non-conference games. All right, now we're into week two. South Carolina at Kentucky. Nice game. First SEC game of the year is in uh, week two. South Carolina and Kentucky.
0: Nice. Now we already know our week two, right? Like that's yeah. we've that's been established the Correct. date for our non. Texas
1: at Michigan, Ooh. week two.
0: That's going to be a big
1: horns one. and Wolverines in Ann Arbor. Uh, so not only does Texas have the uh the fierce SEC schedule they have they also have to go to Ann Arbor and
0: you we we got to at least mention that there's a possibility that's a national championship rematch in week 2
1: i don't want want to i know that possibility. i'm just saying some other non-con games Houston at OU Mississippi State at Arizona State Cal at Auburn Arkansas at Oklahoma State that's a good one South Florida at Bama but the big one there is Texas at Michigan. Let's see if Sharon Moore can get his third career win as a head coach against <laughs> Texas.
0: Nice. Yeah. Um, not a whole lot there. I mean,
1: Texas at Michigan, that's a giant game, though, man. Oh, my gosh. I
0: mean, there's already some really nice football games week one and week two that we've seen just from the SEC teams playing across the country. So. Yeah, they're not. They're not mentioning everything else that's happening out there.
1: Here we go. We're on to week three now. Looks like we got Alabama at Wisconsin. Week three in the non-con. God, that'd be a fun road trip.
0: Fun. That's going to be a. We insane need reviews from
1: Alabama to see how awesome uh, Madison and Camp, Camp Randall is. I, we don't need the reviews. We know how awesome it is. But that sounds great. Oh, uh, that's week three—the
0: big games, I guess. Week
1: three: Bama at Wisconsin, A and M at Florida. Ooh. Uh, Ole Miss at Wake Forest, Boston College at Mizzou, Georgia at Kentucky, LSU at South Carolina, Tulane at Oklahoma. So once we're done unveiling week three, we should see OU in Tennessee week four. And this is where it's about to get fun. Yeah. Coming and, up here.
0: That's uh, interesting. You know, A&M mm-hmm. at Florida. A&M's got kind of a they got an interesting early, early season schedule next year.
1: Uh, UAB at Arkansas. UAB a twelve point favorite over the Hogs there in Fayetteville in Week Three.
0: Oh, UTSA at Texas. Texas sleepwalking after please after a big please. Michigan game. That'd
1: be great, wouldn't it? That'd be amazing. Okay, we are uh, getting to Week Uh-oh. Four. There's Josh Heupel in an OU uniform with the wink, throwing the deep ball touchdown to Curtis Fagan in the end zone. Oh my gosh, the memories. They're about to unveil OU and Tennessee week four. Look at that scramble for a touchdown in the Big 12 championship for hype. Yeah, there's Curtis Fagan making plays in the national championship. T. Marsh. Marsh, Quentin Griffin running for a touchdown in the national championship game. Ante Jones. This this show is awesome.
0: Crystal ball. How about that?
1: Tennessee at OU. Saturday, September 21st. It says OU first SEC game. There is no kickoff time uh,
0: announced with this one. There you go. Week four, Tennessee at Oklahoma. Awesome. How about that? Yeah, that. I mean, we knew that that was that was
1: being played that week, mm-hmm. but seeing that montage was, uh, it was that was pretty awesome. I liked that a lot. Tennessee at OU in week four. Arkansas at Auburn. UCLA at LSU. Florida at Mississippi State, and then Vanderbilt at Mizzou. Uh, week four.
0: Okay, now we're starting to venture into the unknown, right? Yeah, this
1: is this could, is now could
0: be a bye week.
1: I'm a yeah, coming a, a, up for a week bye by week SEC road game. Right. I'm going to guess this is uh at Auburn coming up here in week five. Uh, I think it's a bye week. Okay. i I mean I'm down for that. That's that's okay. Or well, excuse me, idle. That's not what a they bye call week. it in the SEC. <laughs> idle week slash main week, whichever one you want to call it. I'm a little bit nervous here. Okay. Um, Week five, I guess the big game is Mississippi State at Texas. Oh, that's Texas' first SEC game. Texas' first SEC game is Mississippi State at home. (laughs) Jeff Levy, let's ruin the party. Come on, dude. Oh, man. Come on. And then OU is at Auburn. There you go. At Auburn in week five. OU's first SEC road game. Will be week five at Auburn. What do you think?
0: Uh, you guessed it. That's, I mean, we're going to be sandwiched. Uh, you got Tennessee at home at Auburn before OU Texas. I mean, uh,
1: man. Georgia at Alabama is also this week.
0: Oh, OU nice. at
1: Auburn. Uh, wow. Okay. So you got Tennessee at home at Auburn, and the next game's going to be a bye week, or the next game's going to be OU Texas and Dallas. Yeah, <laughs> so that three game stretch is going to be wow. That's, that's a real one, man. That's
0: awesome. And is the Georgia Alabama game? That's in Alabama, so you're yeah. going to have you're going to have Oklahoma, Auburn in the state, and Georgia Alabama. That Georgia
1: Alabama game is a uh, prime time. So maybe that OU Alabama game is at two thirty. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I
0: yeah. want
1: I want to make it out to Auburn. That's like far east Alabama. It doesn't look like it's an easy place to get to. I guess maybe you fly to Birmingham or fly to Atlanta and and bus over, drive over for that one. But, yeah, that's going to be a nice little car ride for those people out there that are driving.
0: Yeah, and that's the first month right there. We're probably going to hit a break here. Texas and Michigan in the first month, Alabama-Wisconsin, Georgia-Alabama, Oklahoma hosting Tennessee and going on the road to Auburn. That's a busy first month of of college football in the SEC. Just like that week one that they put up there and I don't know, we we've probably talked about some of those games, but whenever you see them all thrown together like that, this is going to be a wild first first uh 5 weeks of the season.
1: Yeah, no, it it, it is and I mean, the LSU game is the road game I was most looking forward to, but you got to go to the first road SEC game, right? And now we know of that course. that's Auburn. You you got to gotta go to the first just like you gotta go to the first home SEC game. Got go to go the first road SEC game as well.
0: And I'm on guessing the I don't know. I'm guessing Oklahoma's never played at Auburn before. I don't I don't think so. Here's week 6. Week 6
1: OU's got a bye. Uh Texas has a bye. Open so day. OU and Texas will both have a bye before they play each other on October 12th. Tennessee at Arkansas is week 6, Auburn at Georgia. BAM at Vandy, UCF at Florida, Missouri at A and M. There's your bye week that you were looking for. One of one of three, counting the main game.
0: Auburn at Georgia. I Georgia's got an interesting start to the season, right? I mean, they yeah. they've got a tough little. They got Alabama. They've got um, uh, Clemson. There's some. It's going to be a tougher schedule this year. It looks like for Georgia. There
1: it is, week seven. OU and Texas and Dallas. ESPN says Texas versus Oklahoma. They're, that's that's wrong. That's incorrect. It is Oklahoma and Texas that week. Uh, other big games: Florida, Tennessee, South oh, we Carolina. Thought, we're the at home game. I
0: think that's probably why they put that there, right?
1: Well, they they better get it right in the future. Ole Miss at LSU.
0: Levy uh, going to Georgia.
1: OU and Texas is the big game of the SEC that week in week seven.
0: Nice. Ole Miss, LSU. Um, yeah, I no. That's definitely are we are we locked in on two thirty kick? I I mean, after what Del Conte and and Joe C said recently, sounds It sounds like. It.
1: And I don't know if for long term that's going to be the case, but at least for it kind of feels like at least next year will be two thirty. You know? Yeah. Uh seven SEC games in week eight. South Carolina at OU. Ooh, okay. Okay, is the week after OU Texas. So dang, man. So what? What date is that? That is on October 29th, or excuse me, October 19th. 19th. That means you're going to go a full over a full month now without playing a home SEC game.
0: Yeah, you play. Well, you got Tennessee. Then you're on the road. Then you're idle. Then you're OU Texas. Then South Carolina. And South at home. Carolina.
1: Georgia's at Texas that week in uh, Week 8, so OU will play Texas, or excuse me, Texas will play OU, and then they got to host Georgia, Georgia the
0: next week. And do you remember who they had leading up to it? Were they, they, have a bi- they have a bye week before, like we yeah, okay. like,
1: like, uh, like OU did. Nice. Okay, well, we know where all the uh, home SEC games are. South Carolina's October 19th, Tennessee is September 21st, and Alabama's November 23rd. So three home SEC games. One in September, one in October, and then one in November.
0: Well, there you go. And now you're
1: about to get back-to-back road games, potentially, in in the league. Week 9, you could see OU at Ole Miss in in this one.
0: Yeah, because LSU's at A&M, so you're not going to LSU. That looks like it's the key game, maybe, of Week (laughs) 9. So, probably at Ole Miss, you think? Yep, here it is. is. Week 9, OU at Ole Miss.
1: Saturday, October 26th, in the Grove, or just outside the Grove, I guess. Mm. What do you think of that one? Uh, awesome. They're coming I, off their best year in a while.
0: I think uh, it'll be your second true road game of the year, and I think another place that Oklahoma has never played.
1: Yeah. Missouri at Bama's that week. Texas at Vandy is that week. Uh, LSU at A&M, like we said, but that's the o- OU at Ole Miss. Um, Maybe the biggest game in the SEC that week potentially, which we've said that more than once so far.
0: So we're about to go. We're about to go. I bet they're about to go back to back on the road. So I'm guessing at at, at LSU is next, it, right? or
1: or a bye week is coming up next. I That's would guess. Right. You said I would louder. guess at LSU is coming up next. You're going to <laughs> you're going to Hogsford and Baton Rouge and back to back
0: weeks. That's not bad, and. Uh, right now, as we're just a, a replay, your first three weeks: Temple, Houston, Tulane at home. Then on week four, you host Tennessee. Week five at Auburn. Idle week six. Week seven is OU, Texas. Week eight hosting South Carolina. Week nine going on the road at Ole Miss. Uh, Sugar
1: Shane in Newcastle. While we're waiting for the uh, back half of the schedule, y'all, have had chills watching this since it started. What, what have you? I, I, I think it's been pretty
0: cool. Yeah. Uh, they're buzzing right along here, and I
1: just wish that they we didn't know that it was OU Tennessee that first game. Yeah, and then Josh Heupel just shows up, and it's oh my god, OU's playing the Falls, and their first SEC game, sweet.
0: <laughs> but whatever, right? Yeah, well. I'm loving it so far. Isn't it just cool to see some different like the names on there? Tennessee, Auburn, Texas, South Carolina, Old Mill. It's just It's big boy football, man. It's big boy football. You are not
1: it's <laughs> this is not confusing where you're going. And it just feel we still got a long time till OU plays his first SEC game, but the more things we see like this, it, it just gets more and more real, man, and more exciting. I still remember the um yeah, we'll hit a break here because they're about to hit a break. I remember back in the summer when we just learned of the eight opponents that they were going to have, and that felt awesome. It did. But this is even in a different ballpark.
0: It all feels a little bit more real um, as as you hit these little check marks, these boxes as you're getting closer. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Stay tuned.
1: When it comes to operating your business, time is money, and the last thing you need is something else to take up your time, like managing cash flow or making and collecting payments. Save time and money with Treasury Management from Armstrong Bank, so you can focus on what's most important, taking care of your business. Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Visit armstrong.bank, member FDIC.
0: I'm Ben Affleck, and I want to thank you for joining me and supporting Paralyzed Veterans of America. I joined the Navy to serve my country while parachuting with my platoon. My parachute didn't open, and I broke my neck. Thanks to PVA, Paralyzed Veterans are getting specialized medical care and treatments, the jobs they want, and the accessible vehicles and homes they need. I just don't think my family would be as happy as they are without the support that I received from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Learn more at pva.org. It's
1: football season at your neighborhood Buffalo Wild Wings, and with 64 TVs, beer, burgers, and wings, Buffalo Wild Wings is the best choice to watch the game. So bring the gang and join us this season at one of our 14 Oklahoma locations, including our newest location in Bixby. Ever wonder why someone would go to the ends of the earth and leap into the unknown? Maybe a better question is, what are you waiting for? Pacifico is brewed for those who follow their own path. That's Living Life Anchors Up. What's the biggest myth about interscholastic performing arts? That you have to be the most talented or experienced to participate. The truth is anyone can be a part of their school's performing arts. All right, we're back because ESPN is back. That's how this works. Cut off in the middle of the break. Week 10, Florida and Georgia. Which they want to move that game away from Jacksonville, at least the Georgia side does. And oh, there it is, baby—the main game, yeah. Made in Oklahoma, Week Ten, November second. That's interesting. Oh my gosh, that means they're gonna probably go to Baton Rouge and play Alabama in back-to-back weeks, unless there's OU is either gonna they play. Still have another there, there's idol. another bye week, yes. But there's a chance. I'm, I'm gonna guess a bye weeks after this. Unless OU's at LSU, um, and then um, and then Bama in back-to-back weeks.
0: Woo. Yeah, November second, and w- what you said that um, Alabama's the twenty-third. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Yes. Correct. Alabama at LSU, week eleven on Saturday, November 9th. So I'm going to guess that you see a buy here for yeah. OU.
0: That's they've got to be idle. Uh, unless is there someone I'm missing? Missouri?
1: Yeah, I, I think Missouri will be the last game. I agree. Uh, no, no that's November it. 9th, OU at Missouri. So is OU going to Baton Rouge on rivalry week, Thanksgiving weekend? It sure seems that way because well, it has to be because Texas is playing A and M that weekend, and LSU normally could, plays A and M that Saturday. How
0: does this? I don't know how the calendar. Could
1: we be idle? Uh yeah, I mean tech, yeah. I don't I guess know so. where
0: Thanksgiving falls I, on on that like what date it is. November
1: thirtieth is that
0: Saturday? Then no, there's no way we can be. I'm it.
1: gonna guess that you have a buy here coming up, but you're dude, you're going, you're playing Bama and LSU in back to back weeks. Sweet, hey, hey I, man, that's a hell of an end of the season, isn't it? Yeah. That that's the way they start the season and the way they end the season, man.
0: Texas, uh, Texas at Arkansas in Week Twelve. Yeah, there's your
1: bye. Your second bye week is uh, November 16th. So November 23rd will be Alabama at home. November 30th will be at LSU. What's your? That's not how I thought it was going to go down. What's
0: what's what's your reaction to that? Um, I'm I'm fine with it. I like it. I I got I got no problems with it. It's like we said, big boy football, and then you'll have Bama in week thirteen. You'll have you'll finish the season at LSU, and then we'll play Georgia in the SEC championship. No big deal. Bama, LSU, Georgia, one, two, three. How would that be, man? I, how, how's that for entrance into the SEC? That's if you could, if you could get that little sweep, yeah.
1: Um, week thirteen, I, they they got to feel like two blue bloods played each other. Uh, the marquee game coming up on November 23rd. And, yep, it's the first game they show.
0: Any chance we get a
1: time on it? Nope. Mm,
0: no. I haven't seen any other times for I any of these either. other games announced. Alabama at Oklahoma, week 13. Let's go.
1: Give you chills looking at that. Bama coming to Norman for the first time since 02. Yeah. Woo, buddy. That's going to be a hot ticket. Biggest home game since When?
0: Alabama no, I, O2, Alabama, no I'm just O2. joking. I don't know. Ohio State, Notre Dame no Ohio State, right?
1: Well, I think it could be bigger than Ohio State because this is a conference game, dude. So maybe Nebraska in two thousand potentially.
0: Is that right? Yeah, maybe. I mean I for name like we've we've faced <laughs> other number ones or or close to it at home in a conference game, but no names like Alabama. Like I think tech was number one, right? Missouri yeah. was number one. But those aren't Alabama, so how about it? No,
1: November 23rd, Law Tech at Arkansas, UMass at Georgia, UTEP at Tennessee, That's... Wofford at South Carolina. OU gets their layup week a little bit earlier than November
0: 23rd. Yeah, how about that? I mean, 2nd. everyone else is going to be kind of sitting at home watching uh, in the SE watching Oklahoma.
1: Oh, there it is, November 30th. The rivalry that I'm supposed to care about that hasn't been a damn thing over the past 40 years. <laughs> texas at texas a and i A&M. I'm told how awesome the rivalry is, yet I look at past games, look at where both teams were ranked, and oh, in the grand scheme of things, this game hasn't meant jack squat outside of its own state.
0: If anything, it's uh, it's going to be great just because of how much talk has taken place. No, No football, just yeah. straight up talk. Oklahoma at LSU,
1: November 30th, final game of the regular season. See you guys in Baton Rouge on right. November 30th. I'll tell you what, wow. though. Wow.
0: Um, I kind of <laughs> like that. If that's the new thing, we play LSU every year on rivalry weekend. Well,
1: it won't be every year with the eight-game schedule. That's true. You know what I mean? You'll have to. You It'll can, be
0: A&M you can, next, You right? could
1: play them every other year on, um, on that day. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, not. Not You're probably going year. to
0: switch it with a And M, who is their is their That's typical fine.
1: partner, right? Yeah, because a well, yeah, yeah, because a And M Texas won't play every single year, right. so you could do it that way potentially. Well, what's um, my my immediate thoughts here? It is a big time way to start the SEC schedule, and it is a big time way to end the SEC schedule. Mm. That three game stretch of Tennessee at Auburn and then Texas. And then you end the year, bam at home and at LSU. That's that's my big takeaway.
0: I my big takeaway is it's 14 weeks of beauty. Frame it. Hang it up in the house. You've got a bunch of great names on here. I mean, even even your non con to me, uh you got Temple, but then you know, Houston and Tulane. Those are fine games. Those are good gear-up games. Um, Then Tennessee, Auburn, Texas, South Carolina, Ole Miss, throw Maine in there for good measure. At Missouri, close it out with an absolute bang. Bam at home at LSU. Does it get any better?
1: No, you just look at it and you smile. You say, oh, it's going to be tough. Now, but bring it on. It's going to be fun. Let's go.
0: A couple of things whenever you look at it right now. Auburn down going to be way better next year in my opinion. I right.
1: Well, the co- the two best teams they played at home though. They had a Georgia down 10 nothing. Yes. And then Bama had a miracle to win in Jordan Hammond. Absolutely.
0: This year. Right. that's going to be don't don't go uh record watching and try and predict how what that game's going to be like. Obviously, OU Texas is OU Texas. South Carolina, kind of, I, they got to replace the quarterback, got to replace some players, and the row line
1: was really, really bad last yeah, year. Really bad. I,
0: it it feels like it. They couldn't quite capitalize on the momentum that they had. So, um, don't know what to expect from South Carolina. Ole Miss is going to be pretty good. Ole Miss is going to be pretty daggum good. Uh, Jackson going on the Darks road.
1: coming back, I, I believe, and yep. Quinshawn Judkins. He's a stud at running back. I believe he's back as well. And so they got they got a good running game or a good run game there it'll miss.
0: Then you got Maine, and then you're at Missouri. And I, I I don't know what to expect from Missouri next year, but that's a top ten football team this year. At a minimum, they're gonna be riding high going into the season. Now, by this time of the year, um you know they could be exposed as not being any good, but frankly, so could we.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I'll, I'll say this between one and fifteen hundred times before the OU Missouri game gets here. But you know how I what I always say about programs that all of a sudden have a great year and what I think about the next year. There's going to be expectations put on the Missouri football program that haven't been there in several years, and if you're a program that's not used to dealing with high expectations it normally doesn't work out very favorably, especially in the SEC. Oh. So Missouri's that team that I'm looking at like, all right, hey, great year. Great year, no doubt. Maybe you win 11 games if you beat Ohio State. Can you handle expectations this time around going into 24?
0: Yeah, I kind of look at the season I, I, in, in three little waves. Right? You've got wave one, which is Temple, Houston, Tulane – home at Tennessee, at Auburn. You got your first SEC game, you got your first road SEC game, and you got three non-cons, and four of those five are at home. Right. That's about as good as you could ask for to ramp up and still have a really like, you got some candy in there. You got Tennessee, you're going to be hosting a huge fan base and a good football team. Storylines galore. And then you're going on the road, first time ever to play at Auburn, I think. Like, So that first five games, awesome. And then, like, the middle wave of the season. Because you're idle before Texas in week six, right? And then you're idle in week 12. So whenever you lump all that together, you've got Texas, South Carolina, at Ole Miss, Maine, and at Missouri. So uh, your next five games are are bookended by – um by idle weeks which you know I, I think is really helps you out so you get I, I a I just feel week. like
1: I'm watching college football saturday uh, 2001 with as many times you're saying idle but but go ahead <laughs> uh, yeah no i'm <laughs>
0: sorry and then uh after you play missouri so you're five games in that middle that middle section texas south carolina adell miss maine and you get that like maine hopefully that's not a brutal game on you you should be able to to rest some guys, and then at Missouri. Then you got your idle, and then you close out. You get a little bit of time to regroup, uh, hopefully get healthy, figure some things out, and then you end with Bama at LSU. I honestly think the way it unfolds is perfect.
1: Yeah, well, your bye weeks, um, for sure. Bye weeks? Bye weeks before Bama and before Texas.
0: And the main game is, like, it's And those are your
1: two biggest games, or what we're going to perceive as the two biggest games next year. Right. And the main game, yes, is essentially a bye week before Missouri.
0: Right. So, yeah,
1: I like it, man. I um, I, I really like the way. I'm bummed that you only get three home SEC games, but that's the way it works with the OU Texas game, and I don't want to do away with that one because you know just just don't. Um, so I like the way the home games were spread out—one each month, one in September, one in October, and one in November. Yeah. And it's gonna feel like a long stretches of time between those of you're playing home SEC games, but that's that that's okay, man. That's that's all right. Yep. The the exciting road games will more than make up for that.
0: Yes, and remember, the next year, twenty five, you'll be able to you'll host four true home yeah, games. Correct.
1: Yep. That's right. Just like Texas is this year. Yeah. Correct. So uh, Okay, so many texts to get to. Sorry, guys. We're just kind of a, in, in the middle of that one. Thanks for sticking around with us. Thanks for interacting with us. 918, come on, Rocky and Tyler. It's after hours. Use some dirty words and tell us how you really feel.
0: <laughs> I blank and love
1: it. I really, I really do. I really do love yeah. it. I mean, this, and, and Sean, where's Sean's text at? If I can scroll down and find it, here it is. Is this better than reacting? Is this better than reading a blurb in the Oklahoma and giving your Big 12 schedule? Oh, my yes. gosh. I mean, this isn't even the – like, just this TV show and this production is just a, another way to – like, the step up that that you're taking here. A yeah. live show on ESPN of, hey, here's what your football schedule looks like, instead of, hey, here's a graphic by the Big 12 showing you who you play next year.
0: Yeah, I, I guess the only bad thing is you have to ha- listen to – Galloway.
1: i think you listen to us i mean i don't i can't hear him i get the volume ah, true now.
0: true good point
1: that's why a guy from parts unknown says thanks for doing this guys
0: yeah you did to listen
1: to joey Galloway.
0: i love it man really love it now do we know for the following season is it confirmed that we just flop with the teams that we play no okay no but we know I, I, at some point it's probably going to be the same group that we switch up, right?
1: Um, I would I would guess it so. would like, make sense. the The goal in year one was for every SEC team to get to play at least OU or Texas. So, do you get what I'm saying? Yes. So yep. every SEC team gets to play OU or Texas. So I don't think OU or Texas double up on any opponents. They don't have any. They they don't have any um what what, what do you call them um, crossover common or opponents or common opponent y- yeah. yeah they don't have any of those so o- other than I mean they play each other this year but that's that's really kind of it
0: okay so then essentially we can to a certain degree copy and paste Texas's schedule this year for our schedule next you year. you know what yeah that's that's
1: yeah it I may mean, be that, that home would make and away. sense the the only thing that, the only reason that that wouldn't happen is if they move to a nine-game SEC schedule by next year. And it doesn't feel like that's necessarily imminent. We'll get there at some point, but no, I think you're right. I think you copy and paste it. Maybe the home and road sites are a little bit different, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I think that could be
0: the case. If if they're trying to get every team in the SEC to play Oklahoma-Texas in two years, that's how you have to do it. I mean, so... Awesome.
1: Now, nah, Sam and Edmund, you're right, man. If you're not fired up about this, you don't have a pulse. Sooner, Stephen. Bye weeks before Texas and before Alabama. I'll take that. Uh, Nine one eight. Just saw the uh, the Facebook comment. Oklahoma lost D G. They're going to suck. Oh, just saw the. Uh, I don't. I don't get it. You just now seeing that? Huh. <laughs> After looking at the schedule, OU isn't ready. OU D line better get on roids this off season. That's from Rube. Slim Brady says, cupcake schedule. Cherokee Sooner says, this schedule is the sexiest thing I've ever seen. Uh, Drew from Flower Mound, look, maybe because y'all live in Oklahoma, but I'm a, I'm hyped to see this A&M-Texas game. All the blank, they both talk, and the yeah. whole time, I was like, we would wreck both of y'all. Now, hiding from either, let's see it after all these years.
0: Yeah, I, that's kind of how I am. It's like, I am... It's like whenever you've got, like, two siblings that constantly just bark at each other and are always going at it. Dad finally says, okay, here's the gloves. We're finishing this. We're going to step out in the front yard and you guys are going to finally battle it out. No more yapping. It'll be entertaining to watch. And I really don't know who I want to see lose more.
1: Yeah, I don't. Gosh, you know, it's like watching the Big Twelve Championship game this year. Trying to figure out who you want to lose. I
0: know it. I know it. I just, I almost would prefer a blowout. Whoever it is, just smash the other team.
1: Uh, no cowards in OU DNA. Yes, four six nine. Win is bedlam. LOL.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Zach for the four oh five. This is literally what we came for. This is it. Boomer. That's it. Colin KC. Iron sharpens iron. Got to beat the best to be the best. Just like that October run in 2000, this needed to happen to test the program and get where it needs to be. So, it, hey, th- this this has been real for a while. We've known it. Brent's known it. The program's known that this move is coming. But, And I think you guys even said this to him during the Rudy show last summer, is when you get to actually see the opponents, it just kind of naturally, yeah. okay, here we go. I think even more so now that you see how the schedule lines up. It's just, all right, let's go. Wh- whatever I just I think it's gonna raise the level of uh, raise the level of play, the fan base, the program, just kind of everything I'm, around. I'm
0: here. telling you, you, you know, we've talked before about having a uh, like a, a a big opponent like in the non-con in week one or week two, and just how it changes the off season for you. Well, I. If you're if you're on this football team and you see that you're playing well, Texas is always a big one, but you've got Bama and LSU and Tennessee and Auburn and all like you see that that's the schedule, it gets real and that has an impact, man. I'm telling you and I, I agree that I think Oklahoma has been and will always be at their best whenever they're playing the best. Yeah, I can't wait for it.
1: Greg says, Red October, my ass. The schedule is next level. OU Architect, these blowhards on ESPN make it sound like Texas brought OU along to the SEC. And they are the most ready of the two. What a bunch of dorks. Yeah.
0: I mean, listen, I people are going to have that narrative with Oklahoma. You know, it, it's been a while since we we're shoving everyone's nose in it. Okay, and that's what you've got to expect until you get back to shoving everyone's nose in it. Hopefully that starts to happen sooner rather than later, and you can announce to everyone that we're no tag along.
1: Uh, Random, but I just saw this posted. Here's Florida's final five games next year. Got to think Napier's on the hot seat, right? Here's their final five games. Georgia, neutral site, at Texas, LSU at home, Ole Miss at home, at Florida State. Mm.
0: mm-hmm <laughs> yikes that they play State Miami game for them is like dang do we really well I think this? they play Miami week and Florida one. State next year they play that was their week one game yeah right? I think so well Billy there's Texas's schedule they've got up at Michigan they're Mississippi State at home uh, OU, Texas, Georgia at home, at Vandy, Florida at home, at Arkansas, Kentucky at home, at AM m Dude, Street.
1: their road SEC games compared to OU's road SEC games, not even. What are their road SEC games? At, at Vandy, at Arkansas, and at AM? That's it. And then technically the the road team at OU, but my God. And they're but they are Jeez. at Michigan early
0: in the year. Yeah.
1: But at Vandy at a and M at Arkansas is far cry from at Auburn, at LSU, at Ole Miss, and at Missouri. But that's that doesn't change my opinion of OU schedule. Let's let's go. I've always wanted to go to these places. It'll be fun.
0: Yeah, but man, we've got um, a we've got a strong chance to play either a national champion football team that was in the in the game. Or the reigning national champion next year with Texas in the Bama games. Mm-hmm. And first time
1: since, if Bama wins, first time since 96, you've hosted the uh, reigning national champ. Yep. Who is going to win the national championship, by the way? Bama?
0: That's who I would pick right now, but I think Texas has a really good chance. God. I do. I just think people are counting
1: out Washington too much in that game. That, I hey, mean, Washington just rolled through their schedule. This this is the best year the Pac-12s had in recent memory, right? That's yes, right. correct. Washington rolled through that, rolled Oregon in the championship game, and I still don't feel like they're getting the credit that they deserve after running through their entire schedule undefeated, beating Oregon twice.
0: There's a lot of truth to that, and I think that Washington's strength matched up against Texas's weakness. Uh, in the secondary is is going to be difficult uh, for Texas to deal with, but I also think, and I hate saying this, but I also think with how long Texas has been horrible, that the fact that they're here, like they're going to have like a real big ramp up effect, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like there there's going to be a lot of momentum that's building behind him. Now it's also a chance that in pre-Sarkeesian, I would, I would really be worried about this for Texas, but he seems to have a a better rap on things. Old Texas would feel like the national championship is going to be handed to him. They don't even need to worry about Washington. Their only concern is uh, whether or not Michigan beats Alabama. Right. I, but I don't think this Texas team is that. That was the Chris like Sims that.
1: Texas team? Yeah. Not the Chris Sims Texas team anymore? Sooner Jet says, Missouri sucks. Just getting off work and couldn't watch. So I really appreciate y'all doing this tonight. Super excited for the SEC. Now it's ice cold Pacifico time. Boom, That's right. Seven three one South Carolina gets Ole Miss, Bama, and OU back to back to back. I'm curious what fan bases like South Carolina – Mississippi State, Arkansas, like that level of team feels about OU and Texas joining the SEC. They hate it. I They got to, right? Because it is even more brutal for them. now. Even with the 12-team playoff, like that's fine, but it's just brutal for, for those programs.
0: You essentially, well, literally added two more top 12 programs or top 12 ranked teams currently into the mix for next year, so like everyone's schedule got more difficult frankly there's probably nobody in like that would truly tell you they're excited about it right i mean even even bama and in georgia throw lsu in there like while they may feel like they're better football teams and better football programs like they'd know that the path is still it's more difficult sure. instead of playing you know, instead of playing a, a Vandy or a South Carolina or a Kentucky, and not to not to disparage any of those teams, that you're going to be playing another big name brand, it yeah. just makes it more difficult. By the way, uh, we did some pre-show
1: work on this. Um, a- actually, during the moment we recorded off-air, Teddy's reaction to going to LSU uh, <laughs> last week of the year.
0: Your best—that's all we here for—to do the best, and we love you no matter what, and we. I- I'm 69 years old. This is my first trip here. Thank you, Jesus.
1: That was uh, Teddy earlier (laughs) upon learning uh, about the LSU trip. Uh, 479, don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but give me a reason to be optimistic about our O-line going into the SEC. What portal prospects remain, and what portion of the line is likely to be completed new next year? Four to five, counting section as a starter. Um. It is a bit of a Debbie Downer take when we're talking about how awesome the schedule is next year. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a reason to be optimistic, is that unlike A&M in 2012, unlike Missouri in 2012, you get a few weeks to kind of sort some things out. And now, once you hit the SEC schedule, it, it hits you hard, for sure, with that first three-game stretch. And the three SEC opponents you play know or not— U. L. Monroe or anything like that, but you got a lot of time to sort things out. There will be more players in the portal that are currently in there right now, and you got three weeks to start the year to really get things sorted out before you play your first SEC game. That's what I got for you. How yeah. did I do?
0: You did really, really well. Oh, thank you. Is him
1: in Missouri? Like, boom, right off the bat, they had to play their first SEC game. Yeah, not, not OU.
0: I mean, I'll give you a reason to be optimistic. I mean, we lost. We lost. We lost three starters last year too.
1: Yeah, that's the offensive that's line. Correct. Yeah,
0: we we lost a first round draft pick uh, in Anton Harrison. We lost a third round draft pick in Wanye uh, Morris, and we lost. Uh, why am I drawing a blank? It's I keep wanting to say cue over to, but that's not who it was. Um,
1: Lost three starters last three year. Three starters, uh, and our, had to get an immediate right fix in the uh, at one of your tackle spots this, yeah. this past year. So and hoping Tyler Guyton turns into that dude. It, I
0: mean, it's it, this is nothing new. All right, we've we've had to do this. We've had to we've had to play Russian roulette in the transfer portal to some degree. So, um, I mean, just have some patience, stay the course. I know this was upsetting, and I would even say like. Until you see him signed and moved in somewhere else, it, it may not be out of the question that Caden Green is, is back at Oklahoma. Thinking I mean, of uh,
1: Hayes, by the way, Marquise Hayes. You yes. yes. Thank you. Uh, who is that? Zach from the 405. Give him credit there. I'll, I'll give you another reason to be optimistic just overall, not specifically about the offensive line. But history is um, – I think it's very important when you're trying to predict the future, especially with college football. The game has changed significantly, unfortunately. But I still think that you can look at history to base some of your predictions on the future. And let's look back at OU's national championship teams or the decades where they've been elite. All right, They win the national championship in 2000. They play for it in 03 and 04 and then play for it again in 08. I think what those four years have in common, Teddy, from 2000 to 2008, the Big 12 is the best conference in college football. Certainly in 2000, Mm -hmm. and 04. OU's elite. Texas winning 10 games every single year. Um, Nebraska, of course, in 2000 was ranked number 1 at one point. Kansas a State's doing big things. in 01. Yeah, you guys get the point there. The Big 12 was the best conference in America when OU made its rise back to the top. And I, look, let's look at the 80s. The Big 8 was definitely considered... Mm -hmm. Uh, one or two in terms of best conferences with OU, Nebraska, of course, Colorado. I I, I mean, the point is, without going through every single national championship team in every single decade, I feel like when OU has been at its best, it's been in the best conference. And -hmm. if not in the best conference, the second best conference. When I look at the Big 12 in the early 2000s, when I look at the Big 8 in the 70s and 80s, those were the best leagues. OU was playing the best competition. And in the big eight days, they were playing Texas every single year mm-hmm. in an on-conference game. OU had the biggest challengers year in and year out, and it elevated the program like we're talking about now. That's it. And it ended up being just fine. Where OU's seemingly ran into some issues is if maybe they get lulled to sleep a little bit with playing a bunch of crap opponents every that's single it.
0: year. I, th- that's it. Go back 2000. From 2000 to 2009 – that 10 year span the big 12 and remember this isn't the playoff era this is the bcs national championship era of those 10 years the big 12 had a team in the national championship every year except for three, 02 06 and 07 so like to me that's where you want to be you want to be surrounded by the best like i i believe that when Texas has been really good. That's like there's a little bit of a seesaw there. When when Texas is is really good, I we typically get better and match match that and exceed it. And then there's a little bit of a lull for them and it's been extended. I you could make an argument that the single most detrimental thing to Oklahoma football over the last decade has been Texas being horrible.
1: Maybe, yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. You know? So off we go. It's going to be go.
1: fun. Uh, let me read the schedule one more time before we get out of here. Week one, Temple at home. Week two, Houston at home. Week three, Tulane at home. And then it gets serious. Week four, Tennessee at home. Oh, week five on, at Auburn. Hang on. Week
0: four, I got past a note that we're unveiling the Batman Josh Heupel <laughs> <Apple> statue that <laughs> That'd week. That'd be so sweet.
1: <laughs> That'd be awesome. Week five at Auburn. Week six, by week. Week seven at Texas. Week 8, South Carolina at home. Week 9 at Ole Miss. Week 10 versus the powerhouse of Maine. Uh, then you got at Missouri, a bye, Alabama at home, and then at LSU. It's sexy, isn't it? It's mm. beautiful. Just going to stare at it for hours.
0: Yeah. Who would have thought in one season that you could play uh, Tennessee, Auburn, South Carolina, Missouri, Alabama, and Louisiana. Oh, I've done it before.
1: It was just on uh, NCAA 2013 (laughs) back in the day when you could do your own schedule. Gunny says, hell, fellas, I see nothing but an undefeated season with this SEC schedule. That's it. It's 420 somewhere, and Mizzou sucks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I hate to break it to, uh, to, to Gunny and others. I don't. I think in the South, I don't think the marijuana laws are the same as they are around here. Yeah, he wants to leave immediately. Sorry. Hashtag
1: Pac-12 Gunny. (laughs) He's going to be the third school out there with Oregon State and Washington State.
0: Uh,
1: All right, that was fun. I guess uh, maybe we'll do it again next year. We'll we'll see.
0: Good stuff. Well, uh, appreciate you guys for listening as well. I know you could have done other things, but... Thanks for hanging along with us. You killed it on the text line. As always, you guys drive the show. We're just along for the ride. And uh, someone said it best a few minutes ago, ice cold Pacifico time.
1: I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Our elves are at the